Hello, and welcome back to the Mass Singer Half Ups podcast. We are on episode two. We're still on group A, but there's always a lot of fun to unpack, a lot of puns to ponder, and of course, a lot of ridiculousness to swallow. I am your host, Puya the Coffee Zanvakili. And as always, I'm joined by my amazing co-host, Liana Claire Boris. Liana, how are you doing today? My middle name is Claire. Oh, I know. Oh, oh, okay. So that was like pretty close. I thought you were just saying my name at first. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't think that that's how that works. <laughs> Liana the Claire Boris. But yeah. <laughs> can, can you say that? Do you want to be called the Puya? The, the I mean, Puya. <laughs> I am the Puya, though, technically. Like, I think I'm like the only Puya that I know and most people know. So not to brag, but I am <laughs> the, the Puya. That most people know? Yeah. Who the, are most people? Just everybody in your circle or in the world? Uh, Not the world. I mean, uh, we talked about the parabola that I'm on and I'm at the, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not up there. So I think there's one, there's like a famous Puya singer, Persian singer. Mm-hmm. Um, but then other than that, maybe I'm second. Who knows? Uh, that's possible. Oh. You you can go on believing that. Yeah. Well, I know that there's a SoundCloud rapper named Puya. He's canceled <laughs> and he's trash. Oh. So we don't talk about him. But his name is pr- uh, written differently. It's with a U, not with an O. Two O's. Oh, I even. see. So. Yeah. Well, according to Rob's theory, he could be on the Mass Singer at some point to try to revitalize his own career. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Rob. That was a really fun premiere episode that we enjoyed ourselves thoroughly. And no Rob today, but we've got the coffee and the eclair. So that's a good pairing in and of itself. And we can dive right in to group A again. Now, we got this question a couple times uh, for this week, Liana. What do you think about the fact that we have to look at the same group thrice before we move on to the next group? How do you like to this be, format? I'm so I'm actually honestly I'm kind of okay with it. Oh. Um because I feel like I remember everybody more. When you have 18 contestants, if we had to rotate through all of them, I would have no idea who anybody was. I think it would be difficult for me to get invested in any one contestant just because I see them and I don't see them again for like four weeks. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't I don't care about these people. I don't know these people. So for me, who likes to have some sort of vested rooting interest in the show, the fact that we get to know these characters and these people a little bit more uh, because we see them for three episodes in a row. I'm actually kind of okay with that. And also, you know, there's... um uh, okay, so there's this psychological experiment called the marshmallow test, where essentially you give kids marshmallows, and if they can have the self control to not eat the marshmallow, then they get another marshmallow. And somehow, I kind of feel like that is weirdly applicable here. Like, okay, so you're gonna, you know, do this group first, but then if you get through that, then you get a whole nother group of six to explore instead of just kind of uh doing it all at once. And so. <laughs> I wanted to say blowing your load. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> okay, and uh, and I think that, I, and I think that that makes it actually okay for me. So I'm I'm not mad at it. Okay, well I'm. It's it's weird for me because it's like you're right. You know, we're savoring it. We're savoring these performers. Group A. You know, by the time we get to Group B, 
we know a lot about this group. And then it kind of feels like, ooh, it's like watching The Masked Singer again because it's like three weeks. And then, oh, we get to experience some new people. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of crazy to consider that we have the entire cast of season one's length of people still left. We have 12 people that we don't know about at all. With that being said, I... I don't know. It's, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, it's a new experience. So I'm not, it's like, I don't want it to change, but also Mass Singer kind of does its own thing every season. It's like something different. So we'll see how it plays out. Now, as far as the, the, uh, the llama going, which we'll get into the llama's package and stuff, but I'm dumbfounded at how this group has gone so far through two eliminations. Yeah, I co-signed that. The, so last week, I expected it to be the White Tiger. This week, I expected it to be the White Tiger. And so I think I was shocked both weeks, which makes me question, like, what is going on? Which, by the way, I blame you because I think the reason why the White Tiger is staying, and we'll get to this when we talk about his performance, but he's got that performance. He's got that razzle-dazzle, that pizzazz. And I think that that's why he's staying on like i think there must be something captivating about him when you're in the room that's just like i just want to watch this more so there's some contingent that's voting for him that's like the only thing that i can think about yeah i mean don't blame the whole thing on me i mean i was a big advocate (laughs) i was a big advocate for it but i was also you know i went out of my way to make sure to be like but there has to be some kind of element and again i almost don't want to uh, below the proverbial load now uh, with regards to <laughs> the white tiger but like you gotta be able to at least have some kind of quality in your performance vocally which that was very absent to me but you know w- you didn't think the rapping was any good as a fan of rap like and I got on and said Lil Wayne is not it but Lil Wayne I can take on the white tiger. I'll say that in comparison. Honestly, it. a cardboard box could rap battle and beat the white tiger. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It's Iggy Azalea versus the white tiger. Ooh. Versus Macklemore. That would be like your ideal rap battle. I feel like versus Lil Wayne. Who's ideal rap? Me? Yours. Yeah, it's yours. Oof, I would rather stop listening to rap altogether at that stage. I'll become <laughs> a country be boy. <laughs> well, the ceiling can't hold us. And on that note, <laughs> that's, can't a, stop, that's a Macklemore stop. song, right? Is that are that's the lyrics? Oh, have you heard you know Don't that song, play right? that. Everybody don't be like, that. is that Mac? I know you know that's Macklemore. <laughs> okay, but okay. Yes. So I don't know the lyrics to that song, and every time I hear it, it's like, give it up, what it is, 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 get it out of bed, money. That's what I hear when I listen to that song. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. It is can't hold us. And what did I say? You said, you said that. So I'm saying that you said the right thing. No, you said that. I'm confused. Okay, so, we should just, sorry, it's been a really long day, so we should just probably move on. <laughs> yeah, and what better way to move on than to just move on? I don't have a good segue. <laughs> um, so, the, sh- <laughs> the show... I feel like you blew your proverbial load last week with your transitions. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> no one does. No one does. Um, 
Okay, well, you know what everyone does know is that the mass Singer intros are wild. Uh, this time round, we got this HQ intro uh, with like this like screening room where there's all these monitors. Whatever, Nick Cannon, do you? Um, so then Nick Cannon walks out in a black suit. It kind of looked a little priesty to me. Did you get the same vibe? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I didn't. I didn't have like the white collar. I think it was just a black suit. So then you also, did you feel like the side men were kind of spermy looking or was that also just me? <laughs> this podcast has taken an interesting turn. Um, they were white foxes. So, yes, I noticed them because I thought they were weird. I did not think that they looked like sperm. So, but okay. knock, 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 knock. Shout out to Dr. Mike who's definitely listening. Um, so Nick Cannon touts this as water cooler talk at its finest, the uh, premiere episode. Now, I have to ask you, did you indulge in the mass Singer talks with any of your coworkers? So none of my coworkers watch The Masked Singer. Mm -hmm. They know that I do podcasting and I've tried to explain it to them. And I think it's a thing where like they're happy for me, <laughs> but that's about it. So, no, I did not engage in any water cooler talk. Yeah, neither did I. I tried to like explain what I had done. Like, oh, what did you what are you podcasting about? Um, Survivor? I was like, no, Big Brother? No, it's The Masked Singer. Like, is that a show? Like, what else could it be? You know? And I was like trying to explain because I knew more people that I work with knew Lil Wayne. I was like, that's a good, like, you know, get them to talk about it. it. Didn't work. So, long story short, I'm really happy we have this platform to discuss Mass Singer because it sounds like neither of our coworkers, um, colleagues really indulge in reality TV. Well, you know what is a new show? Outmatched on Fox featuring Jason Biggs. Look at you go with your segue. Oh, look at me go. Also, Jason Biggs, was he wearing the same mask as Jamie Foxx? Yeah, I think that's like the guest judge Max mask now. <laughs> it's going to get passed down from guest judge to guest judge. I mean, I got to assume they like, you know, Windex it or something. They got to like disinfect it, clean it. Maybe. Those are okay. But this these episodes are filmed on the same day because the judges were in the same outfits, right? Oh, that's a good option. I did not compare. Because I'm pretty sure Jenny McCarthy was wearing like that really ugly pink thing. <laughs> I don't. I, it's fired. like a weird boat neck shirt. Like she belongs in a sock hop. I look. I don't know. What's a boat neck? Like a never. Yeah, never mind. Let me let me Google this. <laughs> boat neck. Well, Oh, oh, the, the, okay, I see. It's Bianca Del Rio was like, mm. she always made those types of dresses and has a bunch of them. Does that help? Yeah. <laughs> let, yeah. Let, let me reference this with another super obscure reference. <laughs> I'm sure everyone got what you were, picked up what you were putting down. Ugh, what yeah. a life we lead on the Mass Mass Singer podcast. <laughs> Nailed it. Another obscure uh, reference there. <laughs> well, because we're going to talk about Gallagher when we talk about the llama. That's true. That's very true. So just to quickly talk about Jason Biggs. <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> I really thought it was a WTF choice for me when I saw on the wiki, uh, the Mass Singer wiki, that he was going to be on a episode as a guest judge. But I thought he did pretty well here. I thought he was fine. 
The bar is set so incredibly low <laughs> with the normal panel that like anybody coming in just seems like the golden god, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. yes, like no digs on Jason Biggs, but <laughs> you're that, peaking this episode. Win- I, th- I think so. Um, yeah, no, he was fine. He wasn't garbage. So he was fine. I thought Jamie Foxx did better if we have to compare them. But we all know that, you know ranking is arbitrary and reductive so he did fine not for me i would rank jamie fox first i would rank J- uh, jason big second and then when we get leah remini next week we'll see where she ranks probably mm, third indeed. yeah well that's rude of you how well, dare you prejudge her i have my reasons <laughs> do you have a beef against her did she do something to you uh not that i can think of oh okay yeah just not a not a fan okay yeah <laughs> sure. um all right, so let's uh, let's get elaminated with clues about the llama. <laughs> Boo! It wasn't mine. It was Nick I Cannon. Know, I know, I know, I know. I wrote it down. I wrote down out laminate, laminate. I couldn't figure out how to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So the llama. So first of all, I was shocked that the llama was the one who ended up going home this week. So I'm just going to go Same. ahead and throw that out there. Um, I thought that the llama's performance was good, which is why I was shocked. Like I wrote decent voice actually. <laughs> it was an improvement on the first one. And it actually I felt the same way. I was like, "Oh, snap. Okay, the llama has more voice than we kind of got introduced to in episode 1." Yeah. So and then the llama also went first, which I, you know, in trying to justify why White Tiger survived last week, I was like, okay, you know, White Tiger went out first, hyped the crowd up, and like the llama comes out and jams out to, um, it's not unusual by Tom Jones, and everyone knows that song, you know, it's beloved, it's known as the Carlton song, Carlton Banks from Fresh Prince, so it. It was just a great, fun way to start the show. I liked the background, the hot air balloons were great. I like the weird tree things that were there. It was, I'm baffled. I'm baffled that we got the result we got. The one thing I will say is, though, I did not notice the llama wears a fedora until this episode, and I did not like the fedora. Wait, what? Yeah, there's a fedora on the llama's head. How did I not notice that? I mean, I knew it had a hat on, but I think maybe because the ears. Ah, yeah, there's like a lot. I mean, there's a lot going on with the costume. So, yeah. uh, But yeah, I can see it. I feel like the sticking out tongue really was the thing that caught my (laughs) eye um, initially. Uh, But yeah, (laughs) so uh, so ultimately I was shocked. But looking back at the clue package, the things that stood out to me were the um, accordion thinking on my feet and spinning my wheels. And so like. You know, thinking about what does that mean? Actually, the first thing that popped in my head was Weird Al, even though I've li- I have so much Weird Al like content. I knew that there was no way it could be him. It's just not his voice. Uh, but mm. I did like the judge's guess based on that clue of Gallagher, which just made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's close to your heart, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As far as the clue package went this time around, the only thing that I really noticed was like they're really emphasizing this empty audience and then a more lively audience as like the llama starts playing the accordion. I didn't get I didn't really make any connections to what these clues meant for um Drew Carey at all. Well, so, the, the spinning my wheels is definitely the price oh, is right. Which actually Rob mentioned the pottery wheel last episode. Rob was the one who said, oh, that's kind of like, you know, price is right. Like spin the wheel. Yeah, we all like laughed at him. <laughs> yeah, look at Damn Rob it. go. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. And the thinking on my feet also was whose line is it anyway? Definitely. Which is amazing, though, Liana. We have two out of, well, four slash rotating guests on whose line. We've got two of them on the show now. Do you think we're going to get a Ryan Stiles or Colin Mockery at some point? I mean, I've heard them both sing. <laughs> uh, I think we got our two singing talents on the show and we can move on. <laughs> Can we? I mean, if the White Tiger can survive two rounds, I feel like Colin Mockery can make it to the semifinals. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? That would be so funny if either one of them did it. Either Ryan Stiles or Colin. Like, that would just be so funny. I don't know what they would do. Aisha Tyler would be a good person to have on the show, too. Definitely. Can she sing? I think so. I don't know. I don't think she can't sing. Okay, I'm going to put it out in the... I mean, obviously, again, judging by the White Tiger, I'm just going to put that out in the universe because I think that would be uh, that would be cool. This is fun because, like, in my head, you know, I remember when we first saw the thingamajig last season and we thought, oh, my God, it's Wayne Brady. And then it, we're like, okay, no, it's not Wayne Brady. And then later on, a couple of weeks later, the Fox comes and we're like, oh, my God, it's Wayne Brady. So it'd be funny if, like, we get to Group C and it's like, oh, that's Ryan Styles. I'd be very into that. <laughs> yeah. And, and then we get the other two cheetah girls because <laughs> yeah. like that's what we're doing here. Um, I th- OK. So the one thing I have to complain about with the llama is the llama said, I'm here for all the four legged creatures out there. No, six. <laughs> you have six <laughs> limbs. OK, I guess technically four of them are legs and two of them are arms. But that's weird. Also. So I don't know how I feel about the six-legged llama. But I guess now the the llama's gone. I kind of want to know what it looks like without the butt on the back. Yeah, I, I noticed that Nick Cannon once again used the phrase strapped on booty. I think he really liked when he said that the first time because he didn't need to say it again. But he said it like twice, I feel like, in this episode. He probably shouldn't have said it again. <laughs> yeah, just keep, it to, keep your thoughts to yourself, Nick Cannon. Mm. I did like. I did notice that pe- the like the llama's hand gesture celebration from the audience was like horns, like hand horns. So that was pretty cool. These hand gestures all kind of look eerily similar. Like I remember with the um the leopard, the butterfly, the the T Rex probably is gonna have this one. The turtle, like they're all the same hand motion. It's really hard to have distinct ones, I guess, but. That's a thing I want to add qualms with, because outside of chanting the name, if you just muted and watched all these hand gestures, a lot of them look the same. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's just an issue of, you know, you need something short, easy. What are you going to do? The turtle one is actually my current favorite. It's just like a swimming motion. Yeah. (laughs) Which, yeah, uh, I don't know. That one's fun because, yeah, the other ones all just kind of look similar. It was super exciting with egg at the beginning. And I feel like we're now just trying to recreate the magic of egg. And it's it's just not quite there yet. We peaked. We peaked after episode one. Indeed. Yeah. So we got so every now and then, you know, we we had the show and tell happen at one point last season. Today, this episode, we got your superlative for the Masked Academy. What's your superlative? And uh, the llama said most likely to be near firing cannons. And then after we found out that the clue meant that he was in the Marine, I feel like I want to pay more attention, closer attention to these superlatives because they could come into play at some point. 
I did think this is new, right? We haven't had this before. A Mm-mm. superlative clue. No, nah, they're really leaning into this theme of school. Um, oh, yeah. Big time. Uh, but yeah, no, this is this is definitely new. This style of clue. I think it's hard because remember when they walk out the very first time and it's like strengths, weaknesses. And we thought those were clues, but those are just jokes. Yeah. These ones are definitely clues. <laughs> yeah. It's safe okay. to say. All right. Safe to say. Um, and then we'll get to the other ones later. Some of them I didn't really quite understand, but okay. So I did like the banter between, um, uh, I like, okay. I gotta say this. I gotta pause for a second. Ken Jong isn't as annoying as I remember him being in season two yet. Yeah. He's fine right now. Um, it could get worse, but I did like the back and forth he had with Robin Thicke about being in the hangover. So that was cool. Guesses, of course, Ken Jong. Joel McHale, Jenny McCarthy went with Zach Galifianakis, Nicole Scherzinger went with Woody Harrelson, Jason Biggs went with Johnny Knoxville. Um, I think Zach Galifianakis was probably the worst guess of the four here. Yeah, maybe Woody Harrelson's too big for this, but... Can't believe none of them went with Gallagher. (laughs) I don't know how they got Gallagher from the accordion either. It was just like a prop comic. He said comics with musical instruments. Does Gallagher musical instrument in his sets? Does he smash an accordion with a with a sledgehammer? I don't know. An accordion cut in half? I don't know. I don't know. Well, we can just skip right ahead and go now to Miss Monster. How did you feel about Miss Monster's rendition of Fancy by Bob Gentry, not by Iggy Azalea? Uh sorry, I, I'm what was the, I missed the transition. You're I think I stole your pun energy and then I used it all up and now I'm done too. <laughs> we'll get back. There's just not really just like Gallagher. We're going to slam on over. to the- <laughs> Yeah. <well. laughs> Does that work? <laughs> I'm learning. Um, okay. In terms of the performance, I was here for it. I really mm. liked it. I think the tenor and texture in her voice is just so incredibly dynamic and I love it so much. I still stand by the fact that she is our, uh, Patty LaBelle of the season, our Gladys Knight, if you will. I just don't know who it is yet, but mm. I hope that she sticks around longer because I'm really excited to see all of the different takes that she'll do, hopefully branching out a little bit more on some of the song choices. Uh, the thing that stood out to me, though, also with the weird eye backup dancers with the lip again, again, for so. Uh, another reference they reminded me of blue hydrangea from drag race uk when blue just painted her face as one big eyeball and then i couldn't (laughs) stop staring at the eyeballs and so that was a little distracting and it was really weird but the performance itself was really good well you know what they say in the kingdom of the blind the one-eyed dwarf is king the entire head eye (laughs) dancer (laughs) is that a thing I don't, I don't think head eye's a thing. <laughs> head is an eye. The whole, the whole, the whole head is one eyeball. I, I know what you mean by head eye. <laughs> it's, it's not a, it's not an official scientific term for anything, though. Is what I'm trying to say. And no, because as far as I know, that's not a phenomenon that's been categorized by anybody. Yeah, it's fine, Leona. You're going to teach me math. I'm going to teach you science. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, I really like this performance. Outside of the weird backup dancers, I did like the teal and pink color combinations for the background. All I could think during was, we really don't need these backup dancers. Again, I understand that I am the pizzazz of the panel in the sense that I want a performance, 
not just a vocal one, but there's some songs that do not need dancers. This was one of them. I really like this rendition of the song. I did enjoy it. I really do enjoy that we're getting more of the audience vibing out in like cuts in the middle of the performances. That's been enjoyable for me. I will say looking at the clue package, I got nothing really. There wasn't anything looking like chakra stones for me to like, you know, figure it out. Uh, so that was hard. I did notice so crayons, gel pen, diary. Um, I did notice the little queen thing on her drawing pad when she was drawing. She ended up drawing a butterfly. So I don't know what that means. And I also want to get on my soapbox for a second and say that I absolutely hate the monster link they're doing in all of these packages with her. I hate that the monster is involved in this and that the monster has to be in every package. Like you are, you are good on your own, Miss Monster. Live your life. You do not need the monster there, you know, to validate your performances. You don't need to like have this link. It's just a forced narrative that I don't enjoy, but everything else has been amazing. And I, I do hope that Miss Monster keeps on keeping on and makes it, makes it far. Preach. She's an independent monster. <laughs> she she don't need no male she don't monster. Need no male monster. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, the draw me like one of your French monsters was kind of funny though. That that was a funny line. And the the monster posing was funny. But to me it's like almost like intellectual part like that is T Pain's outfit. No one else should be allowed to wear that. And I know T Pain's not sitting there lounging <laughs> for Miss Monster to draw him. Well, I I mean the mass singer owns it. Right. Yeah, but like, don't use it again. Yeah, I I don't know. I it, it will probably start to bother me as we go along. But yeah, like I I want her to have her own story, and I think yeah. part of that is then you know it gives you more clues because uh. So I saw the butterfly as well. There's the queen chess piece, which fits with my narrative that I think it's someone who is a big name. Again, mm-hmm. I have my short list. It actually <laughs> got a little longer. Because oh, I no. thought of Mary Wilson from the Supremes could potentially be an option. Was that one of the guesses? Someone uh, like did one I, of the judges guess I that as well. Don't, I it wasn't Celine Dion. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ken Jong needs to stop. We actually did get a question from somebody who's watching for the first time, Trey. So Trey said, "This is my first season of Mass Singer. And I'm dumbfounded by the Miss Monster being Celine Dion guest by Ken. What's the most ridiculous guess you've heard from the first two seasons? We've talked about these a lot." Liana, which one is the one that stands out to you most right at this moment on the spot? Oh my god, there the Bjork one. The Bjork one, was bad. What didn't it was like? And it was the wasn't it, it was for Patty Labelle, right? Yeah. Oh my god, it was so uh, spoiler alert. Sorry, Trey. It was so obviously Patty Labelle, and Kenton was just it's Bjork. Bjork, welcome to Mass Singer. <laughs> That's, I, that sounds nothing like him, but whatever. It's not important. Yeah. That was terrible. That was so bad. Yeah. And that's this is the reason why we think Ken is better now, um, because he used to do that with every performer and it was awful. The other one that I remember is um Ruth Bader Gin- Ginsburg. Yeah, but wasn't that, uh, that was a joke, though. Yeah. No, no, that was an official guess. No, it wasn't. Yes. Wasn't it? I don't know. Uh, Jenny guessed Jason Alexander one time. That's happened once. Um, someone guessed someone. Basically, we do get this where they end up guessing someone that's way too big to be on the show. Way too big. So, um, those ones are always the worst. And 
I loved that the audience shut him down the way they did when he started talking and trying to justify selling. They were not having it. They're like, just stop, please. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm like here for the audience being so much more vocal about their feelings. And I know, I mean, it, it is probably live, but it could also be, okay, make angry faces at the guesses. Mm. <laughs> be upset at the guesses. Be <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's a make the. Oh, that's a pretty good guest face. Uh, so it could be edited in there. But so whether it's production of the actual audience, I really like that. I I just want to end talking about the Miss Monster by saying again that I just don't want like if we keep moving forward and the packages are going to keep having monster inclusion, I'm yeah, gonna. <laughs> you don't like that. I'm very passionate about this. Okay. I can tell. Yeah. So whoever you are beneath the mask, you don't you don't need the monster. Okay. Well, okay. And she's most likely to be in the presence of royalty, which again goes back to my whole Diana Ross, maybe one of the Pointer Sisters is still alive, Shaka Khan, Mary Wilson, Valerie Simpson, and Mavis Staples. <laughs> so that's my current <laughs> list. Like I said, keeps me longer. Oh, the one thing I did notice with the clue package is there the notebook was in her first clue package, and then the notebook is back, but now there's like a pen in the middle of it. I have no idea what that means. It could mean nothing. So it's uh, Rachel McAdams. From the notebook. There Obviously. Problem. Pro- Thanks for coming, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not moving from Shaka Khan. Um, I'm glad that she's. Are you Robin Thicking yeah, in the background right I'm now? Clapping. <laughs> <laughs> I. Yes, yeah, so I'm not moving from my guess. And I like that uh, Shaka Khan is on your list of 200 candidates. <laughs> Um, so I'm very happy about that. But honestly, I have no other connections to make here. Like I said last time, this is the weakest genre of music for me. I'm just not well versed in anything past like the 80s. And even then, I've learned most of my 80s stuff in the last like eight years. <laughs> Sorry, I thought of a joke for my for what it's OK. So sometimes I think of jokes and I'm like, well, I don't think that that joke makes sense for me to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. So, okay. man. My list of guesses for Miss Monster is longer than the list of candidates in the Democratic primary. Am I right? (laughs) Yay! Well done, Diana. (laughs) Is that still even a... I mean, there's still a bunch of people running. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that. There's Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, so let's run on over to the White Tiger. Are you just stealing the segues now, Diana Boris? (laughs) I had an idea, and I ran with it. <laughs> I like that. That was good. Respect, respect, respect. Okay. I like that. So yeah, uh White Tiger, also known as uh Rob Gronkowski, like this is very obvious. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I <laughs> okay, so if if we just briefly address the clue package Work harder, play harder, block party, Rob Gronkowski, like I didn't even have to look anything up. Like I know no. Rob Gronkowski, like does the block parties like that's his thing dancing (laughs) heals my body after taking a beating football player also he ripped a horse in half which is that a Broncos slam (laughs) well it's like it's a Colts or a Broncos slam but also everybody hates the Patriots so like pick pick a team you know um and then the one that stood out was the skiing cow yeah that was the one I was like oh snap Kirsten and Mary's podcast is getting a big shout out here yeah, that's what actually that was my first thought too. Oh, it's the Kowski cast. Yeah. Uh but no, it's Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. Very witty. <laughs> Very witty. Um yeah, and and we've talked about this before where 
Sometimes when the clue packages are as obvious as they are, or they seem obvious just upon watching and not looking into anything, you feel like, okay, this person's time is up. They're going to be out the door. So when we saw the cow skiing, I thought, this is the boot episode confirmed. You know, that's how I felt. That's how I looked at it. And that was before we even got the performance. And Rob talked about doing Bust a Move last week for his song. We got something adjacent. We got good vibrations by Marky Mark. And, you know, of course, this is the White Tigers MO. Got to do that rap song. And is this the first time in the history of the show where someone has forgotten their words live during a performance and we've seen it? So, okay, I remember previously, I think they did two performances, but I think this season they're only having them do one. Mm hmm. So I don't know if maybe there's been a situation where previous contestants have forgotten lyrics, but yet they can sort of mash it together, maybe, so that you don't ever see that. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. And he's still here. And the clue package is so obvious. I, I All signs pointed to the white tiger going home. I don't know if this is sort of the shock and awe that the mass singer wants, but I really was convinced that Rob Gronkowski was going to be unmasked. Seriously. I do, too, because... So let's talk about the other stuff. I did like the color theme of the floor. That was nice. I enjoyed that. The dance moves were trash. I mean, you're flossing in 2020 and you're not even doing it well. Not, I don't like the floss by any means, but at least do what, like that looked so cringy to me. And he stumbled on his raps. He wasn't even rapping to the beat up points. Like outside of. The one thing that the White Tiger has honed in on and is doing well, and I talk, we talked about last time, is the banter with the judges. I think that is literally the single thing that's saving him. Um, because if you look at the conversation they had with him, you know, this is where we got Nicole talking about the big C, which is conviction. This is where Robin Thicke said, you could have muted the song and it would have been an incredibly amazing performance, which to go to back to what you've said before, this was like the biggest insult we've had on the show yet. <laughs> masked in a compliment so i was here for that but these two things alone for me are enough of like produce laughter in the studio that could have saved the white tiger okay i can't believe i'm about to do this oh no i'm gonna defend the choice to keep the white tiger sure i'd like to see this i'm gonna i'm just gonna devil's advocate you know arguments for argument's sake isn't that why we're here yes Okay, I smiled the most during the White Tigers performance. Fair. Yeah, I think I had the most fun Mm. watching the White Tigers performance compared to every other performance from this episode. For what that's worth, I don't know, but I had fun. And yeah, he was flossing and doing it poorly. And the only good singing was the backing vocal track uh, that. Uh, oh, hey, you know who else? Who's the woman who does? Is it um, uh, uh, Loletta Hollow- Holloway, I think is what her name is. The woman who does the backing track or the, the female vocals on Good Vibrations. She could be Miss Monster. I should add her to the short list. Ooh, that would be that would be fun. List. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. OK. Anyway, back to the White Tiger. So the point is, is that I had a lot of fun oh. watching the performance. Um, breaking news, Loletta Holloway's dead. Ah, off the short list. (laughs) That's what ruled out one of the pointer sisters. That's so mean. Oh my god. 
Oh, okay. Uh, Amen. So anyway, I had fun watching the performance and that's why I think he's still there. And yes, I was shocked. And do I think when I really truly evaluate the talent and the performance, no, he does not deserve to be there. However, I'm kind of excited to see what he does next week because I had fun. And maybe because it's silly and it's stupid and it's Gronk. And the comment I wrote is literally all I can hear is Gronk by Gronk. <laughs> Pull the lever, Gronk. <laughs> it's going to be an like, I, I I'm he like, has to go next. He ha- he has to go next. And like, I feel like if we did a draft right here, right now, pick three songs of what he could do. It's going to be one of those six, you know, like I think Eminem without me is like a top three shortlist for him to do next week. Like it's definitely because he's like following the same thing. So the thing is, I also laughed a lot during this segment. It was the only time I really laughed like a lot and that was fun. But I mean, I was the biggest seal stand. Uh, no, the le- leopard stand. And this is, these are not the same. I refuse to put them in the same boat because there's just no quality in anything. Cause it's like, Oh, then by that nature, should Tommy Chong, should the pineapple have made it further? You know, I think about the, the, should Ninja have made it further with this rendition of Old Town Road? Like there's, you gotta at least have something. And then the other thing is, I feel like once, like it's just surprising to me because I feel like once the, the guesses are out there, Gronk got immediately guessed by Jamie Foxx and then now by Robin. So. It's like, how else are you going to hide it slash how are you going to elevate it? I guess a bit of the bitterness for me comes from the fact that I if the llama came out and did a similar thing to last time, but okay, whatever. It was the same. But the llama genuinely improved both performance. The the, the llama did some dancing. That was fun. So I don't know. I don't know why I feel so strongly against this, but it was entertaining. It was fun again. I love the Big C. That was a very funny segment. I love the Robin Thicke stuff. That was very funny as well. So we'll see how it goes. But I, I'm willing to sacrifice the llama. But if we lose like a Miss Monster or a Kangaroo next time, like that would be sad. <laughs> yeah. Then I'd be like, fine. White tigers can go extinct. See if I care. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I don't want to compare the white tiger to the leopard. So, like, I, I agree with you. I think the leopard is is in a league of his own. Thank you. Com- especially compared to the white tiger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can maybe see, see the logic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not... When I really think about it, it's like, okay, yeah, that that could work. It's not insane. I just... Like, I don't like it, <laughs> you know, like I it's see it, insane. but I don't like it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, it's insane. It's not insane in the membrane, but it's yeah. pretty insane oh, that put that on the short list, which could be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> could be a song. Next <laughs> that week. could be there for sure. So when Robin Thicke as Rob Gronkowski, he explained the four score and seven years ago. Oh, yeah. And this was the weirdest way to get to Gronkowski, because when I looked at it, I was like 87. And then I was like, oh, it's his number. Cool. That checks. but. To say four Super Bowl appearances in seven years, what kind of Googling do you think Robin Thicke did when he got home after episode one? It was like, 
okay, let me look at the list of all Super Bowl participants in the last seven years and then tally up and see who uh, who's at four. Well, he didn't even go home. I think they filmed that. The, if my Jenny McCarthy shirt is correct, theory is correct, they were there and filmed an episode in the morning and an episode in the like afternoon. Well, then he had like three hours lunch, right? So during his lunch. So it's the during same the thing I said, break. but just in, in his trailer at lunch. Got it. Eating his uh, Chipotle bowl or whatever he eats. You think that's what Robin Thicke eats? Uh, I, I he looks like a Chipotle boy. Chip- oh my god, Chipotle! <laughs> Chipotle boy. Now I can tell you that I'm very excited to talk about this next one, but I can guarantee that it won't be <laughs> the best one yet. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want me to just take over? Yeah, go for it. What, what do you got? Uh, it's something stupid about like, jumping <laughs> See, to you the didn't next. have anything. No, of course I didn't. It's uh, it, these things just come to you. You can't force them. Exactly, they're natural. <laughs> just like the kangaroo, because of nature. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. No. Well no. done. <laughs> um. Okay. The kangaroo. No idea who this is, but I do actually want to go through some of the clues of things that stood out to me because I think okay. I'm starting to narrow down on at least a general genre of who this per- mm-hmm. like what I don't know uh, arena uh, this person could be in because <laughs> I think it's sports. Okay, sports. Okay, so either it's a WNBA player or some sort of basketball player, or for some reason I'm also getting um, some type of like boxer or martial <laughs> arts kind of thing. For because some the, reason? <laughs> the jumping rope. The jumping rope over Ivy. And that's mm. what boxers do. They jump rope. Or she could be one of those competitive jump rope people. De- yes. Definitely celebrities in their own right. No, there's like those jump rope teams. Have you seen those? No. What? Yeah, jump jump rope teams. Because I had a, there was a girl I went to undergrad with and she grew up in Alaska and she was part of the like Alaskan jump rope team. Like uh, this is a legitimate like thing yeah, that happens on like oh my god, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a legit thing and they have like synchronized jumping and they do cool stuff actually in one episode of glee they also they they featured that my friend the it was it was her jump rope team i'm pretty sure what it's a it's a real deal yeah i don't think this now really that much (laughs) i'm gonna stick with wmba player (laughs) yeah um i also think it's somebody who was um professionally active a little bit ago and that's why we keep getting the like oh spotlight again and wants to get Mm. back in the game like a retired person yeah exactly so somebody who was an athlete retired now has a kid something about getting back in the game and i don't know what the makeup products on the bench meant but maybe they have a makeup line okay yeah so i think the makeup uh on the bench has to be makeup uh makeup line as well or maybe they need to make up with somebody in their life hmm, maybe dj who is number 23 or they're all number 23 on the basketball court um i don't know who dj is dj I, tanner <laughs> you got it dude <laughs> <I> got it. <laughs> um so what i noticed was the uh at the beginning before they do their little like recap of how they felt about the comments in their first performance we saw the um, the outside of the basketball court was labeled kangaroo court with a mm-hmm. K. So KK, you know, going mm-hmm. back to like, it could be a Kardashian. 
like not necessarily directly a Kardashian, but Kardashian adjacent, like some kind of link to a Kardashian. Because I um off the top of my head, I couldn't think of anyone else with the initials KK unless someone's linked here to Kato Kaitlyn. Yes, it's definitely someone related to Kato Kaitlyn. Yeah, because he's he's a big celebrity. I think the jump rope people are more famous than he is. So I don't know. He was on Celebrity Big Brother. So Colin Hurdy. <laughs> Have you taken acting class? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, um, yeah, but I, yeah, I don't know who this could be. Um, my, the thing I've noticed twice now is the silver shoes. Those have to mean something. I just don't know what they mean. But it's Nick Cannon. They're not bedazzled, Liana. Come on now. Well, okay. yeah, they have to be bedazzled for them to be Nick Cannon. But I'm owning this underdog story, not pulling any punches. So, and the role model for my little Rue was good because I, we now know that this is someone who has a kid, but I feel like they're just, it's too much steering into the athletic stuff that i can't imagine it's an athlete if that makes sense no i think it has to be an athlete i don't know i don't know because i'm like it's too on the nose now you know mm. was yeah, like but uh, we didn't really get the athlete stuff that much in the first week true it did it come more here in now. the second week so mm-hmm. okay mm. yeah i wonder if it's like someone linked to like you know um ken went with gabriel union which obviously i don't think is going to be the case but Someone who's linked to an athlete in a way. Mm. Um, well, I mean, the the most likely uh, superlative was on the same list as Seal and Mike Tyson. And did she right. say I have or I may have? I think she alluded to the fact that, yes, this is a true statement. Yeah. So then it's like, OK, so what kind of list could she have been on in like a magazine type situation? You know, like a <laughs> why 30... gotta be a magazine? I mean, like publication or what, like print media. So or, she's old. No, or online. No, I'm not. I'm not age shaming <laughs> the kangaroo. Yeah, no, it was a joke. It was a joke. Although Seal and Mike Tyson, so they're uh, seasoned. Yes, that's the word we're supposed to use. Seasoned. Yeah, yeah. Miss ah, Monster is yes. definitely a seasoned performer as well. Yeah, she's just seasoned performer. Yes, nailed it. I don't know. So, long story short, I don't know who this is. I don't even have an official guest to lock in for now. I'm intrigued. The one thing I do like about this format is that we're going to get more clues on these people next time around. So at least maybe by then we'll start being able to at least begin a short list for who this could be. Yeah. Well, and I think, okay, so going to her performance, which I thought was really good. I think she's really talented. Uh, Mm -hmm. Robin said she's a front runner. I don't know if I would necessarily agree with that. I don't know if she sings professionally, but I do think that she's very talented. What I thought was interesting is that the editors included her sort of nervously breathing At before the, the performance. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was an odd editing choice. So I don't know if something will come of that later. If I don't know, she ends up going home because she's nervous or it's part of her narrative or uh, something like that. But I did note that. I don't want to say definitively I noticed this, but I feel like I've I've noticed them do this a couple times in this the last two episodes. Like where they show us a little bit of the beginning. I feel like we got it for the llama as well. I could be mistaken, but it might not be exclusively to her. But I did. I will say hers was the one I definitely noticed more than the others. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I don't know. I love this song. I thought this was amazing. The lighting was great. Um, I think the kangaroo for me has done the best with the background to link mm-hmm. up to the song's vibes. So I've loved that. Um, now I, I wanted to ask you this specifically. 
Uh, did the backup dancers, is that a reference to something that I don't know about with the red wigs and the red trumpets? Like, is that a thing that is a reference to a thing that I just don't know about? All right, I'm going to keep it 100 with you, like the kangaroo does. Please do. I did not even notice the background dancers. And you know what? That probably indicates that the performance was really good because I wasn't paying attention yeah. to the background dancers. Okay, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you feel that way because I really think the I do genuinely think the kangaroo is a front runner and I would be upset if we lost the kangaroo soon. I don't know. The the, the red wigs and the red tri- like I didn't know what it was. I'm like is is this like an endorsement for Wendy's? Like, I don't know what this is. So I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure. Yes. The synergy, the corporate synergy is big here. This is definitely a Wendy's plug. Yeah. You know, we had the Lego Masters plug, the Beaches Amp plug, Outmatched, and now Wendy's. It makes sense. Mm, yeah. Makes sense. So the guesses they made, I will say I loved Jason Biggs' guess of Tatiana Ali. Now, yeah. because that whole like uh, scene with the basketball scene did look like the intro to Fresh Prince. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about Tatiana Lonely before and said she should be on the show. And I, I would just like to reiterate that if Kangaroo isn't Tatiana, Tatiana should be on the show in some capacity at some point. And that's I, I believe we've got all we can get out of the Kangaroo for now. Would you co-sign? Yeah, I agree with that. So before we get to our next performer, we're going to take a quick pause and get some message in from some sponsors. And we're back. Got the sauce like a Big Mac. Okay, so we're going to turtly talk about the turtle now. What? Yeah, turtly. Totally. Oh, totally. Turtly. Turtly. <laughs> not with a D, with a T, Liana. Turtle. Not with the <laughs> D. Turtly. Turtly. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even make it up. The turtle said it. At one no, point. the oh turtley. Yeah. When Yeah, um, okay. I think I got it more with the especially because it was after the shell lacking. So I was like oh. in the mindset to really understand that. But okay, mm-hmm. turtley. Yeah. So we're turtley gonna talk about the turtle now. Uh now that that word doesn't even make any sense. Again, I think right now I'm the my immediate feelings are the turtle is this season's Rottweiler. Strong vocals, definitely a singer. Uh, which singer exactly? Don't know. Not quite sure. The clues definitely didn't help me in any way this time around. What did you think about the performance? I am. I love the turtle. <laughs> I I think to me the turtle is a front runner here. Mm-hmm. Also, the back of his shell looks like an avocado. You love and avocados. I do love avocados. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good link. Good reason. Uh, yeah, which is a good enough reason as any to root for somebody, right? Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote hella talented and then I wrote turtle hand motion swimming question mark. So <laughs> those are the things that I noticed. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, the turtle can sing. Oh, yeah. And I think that the turtle is to me the top performer out of this group, group mm. A. But, you know, it's a long way to go. We have 18 total contestants. So for me, the turtle really killing it. I could see the turtle winning at the end, but we got a lot more show to watch. Yeah. And I'm very excited for more show to watch. Um, and I, and I would, I would honestly co-sign that the turtle's probably the strongest of these, uh, of the bunch. And I like turtles. So I like turtles. I like turtles. The clue package was fun. I enjoy, I was probably the one I enjoyed the most. It was a little bit more animated, a lot more going on. 
Um, so I paused at the food menu at the beginning. So this was the menu. Seafood du jour, Dover sole, and then slow cooked beets and ginger snaps. Do you make so anything could, of this? Well, okay. So that could just, so the slow cooked beets, that could be a song. Yeah. Slow jams. Like it's a song thing. And ginger snaps. Maybe it's a ginger and maybe they snap. Maybe it's <laughs> Annie from Little Orphan Annie. I know exactly who this is. Little Orphan Annie, welcome to the Mass Singer. That is an amazing wrong guess. I'm going to tell you exactly <laughs> who this is, Liana. It's oh, Wendy's from Wendy's. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Ugh, ugh. I love it. I love it. It's definitely Wendy from yeah. Wendy's. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. I feel okay. like so, I, I have no thoughts. Do you have thoughts? Yeah. So in, in just talking about this menu with you right now, I, I do think like Dover soul, we got to focus on the soul. Like they've got soul. Oh, but are they a soldier? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, we talked about Jesse last week, you know, beautiful soul was his song. Maybe that's a link there. Maybe I'm just focused on that now. Dover but I, soul. What is Dover Soul? I have no idea. That's why I wrote it down. I was like, this is a weird thing. And I, I was hoping when it's I'd read fish. these out, it's fish. It's a type of fish. Well, you said seafood du jour. Yeah, Dover Soul is a type of fish. Ooh. Flat fish. Okay. So that's a thing I learned today. Okay. So I still think it's somebody who's in a boy band. I think it's somebody who actually has done has either done a lot of different types of music or has at least wanted to because there was a can of soda and it said pop written on the side. So it could be somebody who's in pop music. Oh my God. And then yeah. The whole thing with the, um, the like wanted to rebel. I felt like it was, Oh, I wanted to rebel. I wanted to play rock music, but I couldn't. Oh, cause you're locked or into some, like a boy band. Yeah. Cause I'm stuck doing this whole pop vibe thing. Ah. Um, so that was my thought there. So I still think it's somebody who is in a boy. I, I, like, I don't think it's anybody from American Idol or anything like that. I really do think it's somebody who is in a pop band. In an established um, one. Yeah, an established pop band who I think, you know, the man is telling them what type of music to make and mm. all that jazz. The, uh, so, yeah, that, that, that's what I think. So do you think it's someone who may have had may have broken solo and done their own thing as well? Or do you think it's someone like a Joey Fat one, Joey Fatone, who like just came back but he was not really i don't think he was established as a solo artist was he i don't think necessarily in the same way did he ever release any not music that I, I mean not I'm that i know of I mean, he might have we just might, might not have heard it but maybe like the race thing was that oh i you know my bandmates like you know didn't make it and i made it so that could be a thing there yeah hey look my i made it i really love that you pointed out the pop thing because i was like why are they zooming in on this it's just pop because in canada we refer to sodas as pop so i didn't even think that it was a clue until you mentioned that so that was very cool now is there a genre that links to cutting plastic or was that just us being reminded to be environmentally conscious about our plastic consumption yeah i think that was just a be sure to cut those things open for all the turtles it's a, it's, the it's a good get message stuck and it's a problem yeah it's sad no i don't i i endorse cutting the plastic and then so the tur so the turtle road don't rave ever at my school, which is a very weird way to phrase that. So I think there's a clue in there, but I can't connect any dots here. Don't rave ever at my school. Yeah. Yeah. That's weirdly phrased. And also he wasn't even raving. No. I mean, he was like rocking. 
Ooh, the last letter of each word go says turtle spelled incorrectly. <laughs> R T Y L. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Turtle. I like turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shellacking. <laughs> there was a lot of pool floaty type things around. That's a thing I noticed. But I don't know if that means anything. <laughs> it could just be floaties. Like maybe sometimes floaties are just floaties, gang. Sometimes floaties are just floaties. Sometimes yeah. bats are just bats. And sometimes baseball bats refer to actual <laughs> <Okay>. bats. <laughs> Tell I'm us definitely you really not mad about that still. Uh, okay, one last thing. I noticed that it looked like there was a jersey on the wall and it kind of looked like the Chicago Bears logo, but it was mm-hmm. totally the wrong color. And I don't know what that means. So they could be from Chicago, but also sometimes a Chicago Bears jersey that's definitely not a Chicago Bears jersey. Jersey is just a random jersey that was put as a background prop in a TV show that you care way too much about. Yeah. Maybe it was a brand new jersey if you're picking up what I'm putting down. No. It's still new- on the ground. Because no, it's New Jersey. Like like the... No, I yeah, okay. I, I got it. But you think that... No, What? You thought it was Chicago. Yeah, because it actually looked like a Chicago Bears logo. But the C looked like I was purple, but it, which Chicago, Northwestern, purple. Um, So two things. Chicago. This person's from Chicago. I don't really watch football. And I know that the Bears have like a brownish color scheme. No, um, it, it's like orange and blue. Oh, you're right. I'm thinking of the Cleveland Browns. Um. <laughs> oh, the one, yeah, the Cleveland Browns that have the brown, brown. color. That makes sense. Also, I remember think when it, Johnny Manziel played for the Browns. Does he still uh, play in the Canadian Football League? Do you know that? I think he got cut. Let me just yeah, quickly okay. look here for everyone who cares about the, the what was his name? Johnny Party, Johnny Football, jo- Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Party. Oh my God, Rob Party Gronkowski. <laughs> he is a free agent. Of course, he ah, is. Of course, of course. He is. Wow, he's only twenty-seven. Sad. See, talk about being on the downturn of their parabola. Perfect opportunity for Johnny Singer to become Johnny Party. Oh, Johnny Party Johnny to become Johnny Singer. on the Mass Singer. Yeah. I can see it. Uh, why did I look that up, Johnny? Oh, because you asked. I thought I was looking for something else. Did you notice that there was a clam that had a dancing pearl in it, and the only background dancer was a clam? Uh, was a pearl? Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. I didn't. I love that. But I did see that he was underwater. That was my favorite stage presence of the night with the the water, the background, the clam, Mm -hmm. the pearl. It was perfect. It set a story that this is a sea turtle. And I like that. (laughs) Turtley. Nice. Wait, it set the story that it was a sea turtle? No, but like, you know, he's not under the sea. Under the sea. Under He's the not sea. really a sea turtle, though, is he? Sea turtles have the little, like, uh, from Finding Nemo, they get the little... Yeah, but... Flappy flap. You know, I gotta ask you the question, though. What turtle has spiky hair, Liana? <laughs> well, obviously, I know that. <laughs> Do you? Because I'm gonna call it... No. No. I'm sure there's one. It's Bowser, remember? That's what Rob's idea was. Yeah. Um. But, okay, wait, can we talk about the superlative for the turtle, which was most Ugh. likely to hunt for booty, and I do often? Yeah. Um, feel yourself, aren't you, turtle? Let me cool get that off. booty. Yeah. Maybe booty is not booty in the way that we're thinking of the booty. Maybe it's a pirate. Maybe it's Johnny Depp. 
Maybe, yeah, maybe it's Johnny Depp. Or maybe it's one of those Somalian pirates. Oh my God, I'm the captain now. When there were Somalian pirates. (laughs) Yeah, that became a thing. (laughs) You remember that? Yeah, it was big. Like, it was like on the news and stuff. And then they made a movie, Captain Phillips, which, like, I love the I'm the captain now reference. I've still never seen the movie. You've never seen the movie, but you know the reference. It's It's a sick reference, bro. Sick reference, brah. Yeah. So I like that. What other things? Wait, wait, Finding Nemo. Okay. Remember how the fish in Finding Nemo is like, I want to touch the booty? Did they say I, booty? Because it was like the, the oh, the butt. Ah, never mind. Because they were talking about a boat. I was thinking booty and buoy. Oh. But that is not the correct thing. Leona. Okay. I don't know what that was supposed to mean, though. I was hoping that that would be an epiphany moment. It was not. Yeah. That, um, that reference was booty. <laughs> you're, but you're just so bootyful. <laughs> I, huh? uh, yeah, you win. <laughs> I don't hey. have anything. Oh, and we're done. Yeah, and scene. Yeah, I thought that clue basically one of them was it even Ken Jung, amazingly, who said it, where it can. Ref- it's a what did he say? A boy bander. I still think man band is the official phrase we're going to use on the podcast moving forward. But I think it just confirms that it's could be a boy bander or Mm -hmm. I'm very excited. What if it's, Oh, I got it. Liana. What if it's dog, the boon tea hunter? I don't even want (laughs) to dignify that with a response, but we're on a podcast with just the two of us. Yeah. You're stuck. You have to. And I I have to. Um, So I'm just going to go ahead and point out that the turtle also said that they feel like they had to act a certain way, which I think also goes back to the wanting to rebel but couldn't notion. So wanted to make a certain type of music but couldn't. Yeah. What if the bounty hunter wanted to become the bounty hunted? No. no. Okay. I mean, I'm obviously kidding. I won't shoot my credibility by acting like I think it's dog the bounty hunter. I mean, could be Steve Buscemi. Yeah, you put some respect on his name. He'll be on this show at one point. You mark my words. Okay. And on that note. Huh? Sounds good. Yeah. We'll we'll both be here to talk about it when it happens, inevitably. So the guesses, AJ makes a return onto the guessing um, of the judges. I I still think if a Backstreet Boy is going to do this, it's going to be Nick Carter uh, first. Um, Jenny McCarthy went with Billy Joel Armstrong of green day who like that's like you know oh green shell green day there we go i don't like that one uh darius rucker was another one that came up again which you know the more they bring these people up that's what i'm like it's gonna happen you know so i could you know at some point keep our eyes out and then nicole went with zach efron which honestly i don't think this is uh, the booty clue uh, superlative does link but i think rob's right zach efron's too high up on the parabola to be here so that's how I feel about their guesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I didn't even write any of them down. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to the vote and it's the llama. What, I, you should have seen my face when this happened. I was in utter shock because I'm just like, OK, bye, White Tiger. Like, we'll talk about you on the podcast. And then it didn't happen. How did you feel when this happened? Yeah, I was 
to be 100% honest, not really paying attention. So I was watching it on my computer and I have d- dual monitors. And so on one monitor, I had the um, the episode up and on my other monitor, I had my notes. And as I was watching, I kind of looked away to go review back my notes. I wrote, you know, reveal white tiger. And then <laughs> they said llama. And there was a little bit of a does not compute type moment where I had to go back and be like, wait, what? What happened? I had already I had already written it down, Puya, and I had to delete it. And so instead <gasps> I wrote llama? What? You had In to backspace? Caps. I did. I did. I had to hit that little button right there. And oh. as we all know, I never never make mistakes. So <laughs> um so yeah, that was that was crazy. I couldn't believe it that it was the llama because I had just was so utterly convinced that it was going to be the white tiger. So that was definitely a shock for me. I I was just not not believing any of it and i felt bad well you know but the show goes on the final guesses we had a woody harrelson we had adam carolla joel McHale. the one that was interesting to me was kelsey Grammer being mentioned by jenny mccarthy that was one that i had not registered and i was like oh that could be an interesting get and then johnny knoxville and the mask comes off it's drew carey we got there so that was cool I just want to talk about how happy Drew Carey seemed to have been on the show. Like, it really made me feel happy for him. And then Salmonte's made me feel sad because he seemed so grateful to get the opportunity to me. Yeah, I got that feeling as well. I, he said, you know, this is a great show, man. I had a blast. He just looked so happy, like you said. And that made me happy for him. I remember when uh, the leopard got unmasked and I had the exact same feeling. Like, they just looked so happy to be there and I wanted especially because this friggin' white tiger was supposed to go home and llama after that just was even more of a sort of like gut punch although he didn't look too devastated to be going home it was kind of like yeah this was fun I had a blast I'm gonna go back to making a bunch of money on the prices right so like see y'all <laughs> later um but the fact that he really enjoyed himself was just heartwarming that's the word that's it's heartwarming it was heartwarming I'm very, very happy that we got Drew Carey on the show. Second person from Who's Line. Love Who's Line. So very happy with that. This is the second time this season so far that we've had the the judges be off and completely floored. So it makes me happy that the judges are struggling with these. And we'll see how far they go. Um, I'm imagining the Gronk reveal to them isn't going to be too crazy, but... Mm-hmm. I feel good. I feel good about the judges being as surprised as we're going to be coming down the line here. So we'll see how all that goes. Now, they've been doing this thing now on YouTube, Liana, the Masked Singer page, where officially we can say that they're doing a weekly unmasked interview where they have like a three minute video and they're talking to the person that was booted. Now, I pulled up some notes from there. Have you watched this yet? Nope. Perfect. We'll do a live reaction right here, right now. So you mentioned him being really happy to be there and kind of being okay with going. He mentioned that he his um his objectives were not to be the first one knocked out. So he didn't care after that. He was very happy. Okay. He meant yeah. He mentioned that they're in double trailers and the walls are thin, so he could hear someone else rehearsing. And he was like, "I know I'm not going to win." You know, like. <sighs> Yeah, Maybe he was with the turtle. It's I, that's immediately I thought it was the turtle <laughs> as well. So there's that. He was kind of shocked that Ken Jong had focused in on Seattle so much because it the clue he's he's like 
the clue package didn't say Seattle. And he's like, well, and I also went out early. He said they would have said, I'm imagining later down the clues would have said, they would have said Cleveland and spinning the wheel, which I think leads me to believe that they're not formulating these clues. The clues are given to them. They read the scripts or whatever. And then uh, he mentioned, I was only trying to have as much fun as I could have. He also said that he couldn't wear his glasses underneath his mask and he couldn't really see well. So there were segments in rehearsal where they're like, okay, the red line's there. He's like, dude, I can't see. I can't. <laughs> so I don't know where I'm going. And then he mentioned that he really loved, you know, seeing Wayne Brady on the show. He's like, I couldn't talk about the show. And people kept tweeting me about Wayne Brady because I had signed an NDA. So he had signed this NDA before sec- the second season had even like gotten close to wrapping up. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. And he gave a little story about how he did this because he's like, my studio for Price is Right is very close to here. So I couldn't just get in a car and get dropped off here. He would go to a uh, the parking garage of a mall nearby <laughs> and then they would change him into like the black hoodie that says don't talk to me and the visor and stuff in the car. And then they'd put him in the other car and then drop him off. And then when he would finish, they would take him back to that parking. He would change in the car and then they'd get his other car and bring him back to his studio. That is insane. Right. He did. He said he did this two days in a row, which leads me to believe that they well, did record they on different days. Yeah. They might have recorded like back to back two days. Or there was like a practice and then the actual. Oh, episodes. yeah. One was rehearsal. Maybe. One was day of. That's possible as well. Maybe. Yeah. But the fact that they have to smuggle Drew Carey onto set right? is just a super funny concept. Yeah. And then he also mentioned how he's like, the security here is insane. Uh, no one refers to you by everyone refers to you as uh, the llama, llama as just yeah. llama. He, and then there was a picture there was, uh, in the footage. There was a door that had a sign that said, always use code names. Remember, do not use real names. So I'm loving this little mini series of interviews we're getting because I'm learning more about the process. And I liked I loved hearing the parking story. It endeared me to um, Drew and Drew was just happy to be on. Like he genuinely looked like he had fun. And that's what I want. The seal thing was what I I want them to have fun. If they have fun, I have fun. Aw. And that's how I feel about podcasts. Yeah. Did you have fun? I and I had fun today. So I had fun too then. All right. So uh, we don't need any more dairy here. It got a little cheesy at the end. Let's talk some questions before we get out of here, Liana. How about that? Okay. Okay. So uh, Connor asked, what costume have that we haven't seen yet are you most excited for taco <laughs> because Ta- it's just stupid it's gonna be a train wreck taco is an awful costume is um, it okay i know i'm about to ask a really stupid question but is it taco or the taco <laughs> i don't know why i just have this problem with food items like apparently i'm okay with llama or the llama it's like yeah whatever it's llama llama the llama 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 ding dong but if it's a taco i'm like <laughs> okay but is it the taco or is it just taco i think i want to say the taco because just taco is someone else <laughs> and i would like to officially put out a guess based on nothing and it's on the nose what if jean lejoie is taco liana from no, i would i league. would love that I'll I would be love so it happy. John yeah. So happy. So yeah. that is the taco I refer to when there's no the. This is the taco. The taco. Got the it. Taco. Yeah. So taco looks interesting. I think I really 
like Night Angel looks terrifying, so I'm excited to see that. I do like the um the frog with the like the purple coat kind of looking mafioso. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And the astronaut kind of looks generic, but I'm excited to see how big it looks. Oh my god. Speaking of astronaut, just quick side. Oh, I was gonna say, speaking of how big it looks, <laughs> is this the donut challenge? No, knock knock. Knock knock. <laughs> so the mass singer YouTube page is wild. So they had the unmasked interview. And then I scrolled down to watch the the performances once over. And then I saw this video that was creating the mask ASMR bracket no speaking. And it's an eight minute video and I opened it. It's an eight minute video. No one's talking. And it's just really up close sounds of this person sewing and putting together the mask for the astronaut. Uh, okay. That's interesting. Can I, can I revise my answer? Yes. The dinosaur? The T-Rex. The T-Rex looks so weird. Wait, let me open this. It's wearing like the best way I can think to describe it is like from the Elizabethan era (laughs) style (laughs) outfit with like the big poofy kind of pants on the side and the cap, but it's also a T-Rex. Like it, I, I'm having some sort of weird incompatibility issue with the the timing of all of these things, like the decades, the years that these are from, which I know dinosaurs. I'm just confused. The elephant also looks pretty cool. It looks like something from like Tron, like the elephant version of Tron. <laughs> Tron. <laughs> uh, I I also am intrigued by um what's uh, what's it called Kitty. I think Kitty could be a cool one. Kitty kind of has like a Broadway feel. I think the one I'm not excited about um, is the swan. I think the swan is budget AF. What do you have against birds? It's not birds. It's just I don't find feathers to be like great for these costumes. (laughs) That's so weird. That's such a weird take, especially when you have the banana which is terrifying. The, Yet you're going to be like, no, no, no. The swan is really the no, problem. Here. I mean, I didn't say that banana is not weird. I said that the swan looks budget AF. The banana looks weird AF. The rhino looks like Nick Jonas's character from Jumanji. <laughs> but like the rhino version, because it's got the bomber jacket and stuff. So is that you're like, without having seen anything, guess that it's Nick yes, Jonas? I think it's Nick Jonas. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Looking at all these masks just gets me really excited for the new mask. I'm like, yeah, move over these people. See, I told you. I know I shouldn't have looked at them. I blame you. You blame me? I, yes. I well, I'll take the blame because I'm not about to blame uh, the person who asked us the question. Thank you, Connor. Appreciate Yeah, because that. Connor's amazing. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. And you make me look, <laughs> made me look at them somehow. <laughs> I don't know. What can I say? Um, I'm the worst. Okay, so... Ryan asked, if the love for the White Tiger continues for some strange reason, which of the other three are most likely to not make it to the Group A finals? Oh, Lord. I don't even want to put that out there, but I get it. Like, yeah, I, I, can, possible. I can totally see that's a valid concern. Um, OK, I think Turtles def- definitely safe. So I think it really comes down to whether or not it's going to be Miss Monster or uh, kangaroo. the Kangaroo. Mm-hmm. I, I would say probably the Kangaroo oh, is I in disagree. more danger. You think Ms. Monster? I think Ms. Monster. Oh, yeah, it's possible. It's, I don't know. It could be either. Like, if, if it was either, I would have the same reaction as the llama, but worse. Like, oh, my God, what? But then I'd remember this conversation. You'd be like, we, 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 talk, we talked about it. 
I don't like it. Okay, if this happens, though, this is what going to happen when like a reality TV person that you don't like makes it far. Like it's but it's like a competition where they're being judged. So it's the it's not necessarily their fault. Right. It's the people who are doing the judging that you should be mad at for not evaluating them like Silky Nutmeg Ganache. See RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, So like I want to be mad at the White Tiger if the White Tiger. Oh, no. You know what? It's not going to happen. I'm sorry, White Tiger. You're going home next week. Bye. Bye. Call our shot. <laughs> and then, so Jonathan last week asked us to ask Rob uh, what Rob's costume would be and what song would Rob sing. And then he said, thanks for asking Rob my question. Now, what would you two sing? So, Liana, you can start first. Uh, he didn't mention costume, but I'm going to throw that in there because fun. I think I would sing. What would I sing? Oh, I don't know. I might sing like Hell on Heels by the Pistol Annies because I would want to be like, yeah, I'm cool. Even though on the inside, it's be like, I should just sing. I don't know. Something silly. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, what would be fun to do a Weird Al song. Now I'm just thinking of Weird Al. Uh, I don't know. What do you go to karaoke songs? Well, what would your character be? I don't oh my god I don't know I think I would want it to be something that definitely reflects my character but sometimes I feel like I view myself differently than most people can I be a mad scientist is that a thing the or is that too on sci- the nose I mean the thingamajig was a thing yeah the thing oh would it be too too on the nose that's yeah. certainly possible yeah okay well what else would I be what the, else do I do you want to be like the mad pilot I think it'd be cool the mad pilot and just took the mat out of scientists and put oh. it in another profession. <laughs> well, I think if I'm gonna, I think if I were to pick an animal, I would probably be. I let me be real. I'd be some sort of large cat of some sort. Mm. I would also kind of want to be a bird. I'm like mad that the eagle's already been used. I could be a falcon. That'd be pretty cool. The falcon. Yeah, but the, I don't know if it's supposed to necessarily reflect me. Let's see. Um. So I mean, the Rottweiler was Link. Uh, the fox. The fox wasn't a Link. Wayne Brady just picked the fox. Yeah, because the fox is cool. Okay, that's what I would do. Okay, I would pick an animal. Let's go with the falcon. I would be the falcon, but I would be in some weird time period costume. Let's go with Victorian. flapper. I'd be in a flapper dress because flapping birds, falcon. Nice. And it would be cool. And that's what I would pick. Okay. I mean, you went from being like, I don't know, to having actually really well fleshed out idea so sure we'll call it kudos. that. yeah all right so the next question on the hopper wait what would you be oh i thought i'd get away from it um <laughs> um it's 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 a hard it's hard so first of all i would definitely do a lonely <laughs> island song or flight uh-huh. of the concord something ridiculous you know that's already ridiculous because then it offsets how bad i'll end up being so that's sure. good so that's the move for show and then Pegasus, I would be the Pegasus. Okay, no, continue. No, you are now the Falcon. It's too late. Mm. I would be the. I'd pick a Pegasus. I think I'd be a good Pegasus. That's not fair. You can't <laughs> just take my idea. Fine, fine. I would be a centaur. Yeah, I think a myth, 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 the, 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 a mythical creature would be really good. What if you could be like Medusa, and then everybody, like every time they looked at you, you turned to stone. <laughs> or every time you looked at them, they turned stoned. Ah. So, yeah, we've had lion. I was thinking, because I was thinking, oh, what animals haven't been picked that I would want? You know, the hippo's been picked. Rhinos. Yeah, eventually, you know, like, they're going to get down to the end of the list. Yeah, and they're going to have to create things. It'll be like the the turno or the rice swan or 
Um, no, they should just merge a bunch of different animals and then create portmanteaus of their names. Man bear pig, the man bear pig. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I was doing. The rice swan. But what is that? Swan and what's the other animal? Rhino. Oh, rhino. Turtley. <laughs> Tur- turtley, dude. Yes. Uh, we'll go with the last question, a lighter one. Uh, how many times this season do you think Nick or the judges will reference the Super Bowl episode? It's certainly at least next week. We're getting it one more time. Yeah, it's possible because it's the related to the group. But again, I feel like they filmed those two episodes in the same day. So the Super Bowl was just on their mind, which is weird because they filmed the episodes like two, three months before the Super Bowl. But then they referenced the Super Bowl. Which it's been like a week since the Super Bowl. Very confusing. <laughs> I loved the um I loved the the whole like water cooler conversation. I was like, are, are you just making up what we're gonna feel later? Like that's weird. But also they did mention like I feel like that he mentioned numerically how many so maybe they shoot like they have all the audio and stuff from before, but then they shoot him in on the stage talking about what happened last week. With like people's reactions and stuff. If you work in an office with a real water cooler, come at us. Yeah. Yeah. Like- I would like to know. So, my lab, so, okay. So, our lab space on our floor, we have a coffee maker, which I guess would be our equivalent of a water like a cooler. Keurig? Uh, sort of. Yeah. Okay. Oh, like an actual coffee maker, not a pod coffee maker. Well, it is. It's not a Keurig. It's a different brand. And it's got these weird. It's really stupid. And it's super wasteful. I try not to make coffee there. But it's got these weird little like packety things that you could. This is not important. Anyway, I just want to know if people have water coolers in their offices. That's all I want to know. I haven't seen a water cooler since like 2010. I feel like. Is that when they went extinct? Like the white tigers? <laughs> yeah. It's been a, yeah, I remember, you know, I was using a Blackberry and I was at the water cooler bopping some LMFAO. All three of those things are extinct now. So checks out. <laughs> oh, poor Red Foo. Yeah. What about, um? what was the other guy? Blue something. The other guy. Oh, oh that's so sad. So insulting. Blue, sky blue, sky blue, sky blue, sky blue. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So that covers up everything from this last week. Excited to see this go down one more time. Really hope White Tiger does not make it through, but it could happen and we are prepared for it at least. You can find me on social media at Puyaism on all major platforms. Liana, where can people find you and what are you going to be up to? Okay, so you can find me on social media at Liana Boris. I uh, am doing this, The Mass Singer. Yeah. Uh, we are also, Mike Bloom and I are getting together to record a preview for Survivor Season 40, Winners at War. Uh, we are going to be doing that. Uh, we're doing a little bit of a, uh, a, what is this, a crossover episode? We're going to have David Bloomberg from Why Blank Lost on, and then at ah. some point in the season, I'm going to be on, on Why Blank Lost. So that should be a lot of fun. And then... There's other stuff going on. RuPaul's Drag Race is going to come back at some point, and I'm doing that. And I think that's it for now. Uh, Lego Masters, right? Oh, shoot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Duh. Oh, my God. Guys, I watched Lego Masters, and it was it was fun, I think. 
It was pretty crazy. There's some contestants. I don't know who they are, but they were there. There's this one woman who looks like Paula Dean meets Tammy Faye Baker. Yeah. And she's like super into ducks for some reason. And she's amazing. And then there's like a father son duo who I love. Oh, they were um, so cute. Oh, yeah. And there's this like weird newly married couple that are just really uncomfortable to watch on television. Mm. It's actually a lot of fun. So on that note, I'm going to be getting together with my sister, who is a Lego expert, to talk about all things Lego Masters to cover this, at least the season premiere um, of the show. So look out for that. That should be coming out this weekend-ish at some point. That's fun. Yeah, I watched it after The Masked Singer. Not like all my eyes all over it, but it looked interesting. It looked, looked fun. I mean, the idea that something called the golden brick is like your immunity is pretty funny to me. Oh my god, that's so okay. I don't want to save all the golden brick. For, I want to save the golden brick for the podcast, but uh, the the golden brick is like their immunity necklace, mm. whatever that they can win. But it's like the size of just a small it's little Lego. Card. Like they didn't make a big one. <laughs> yeah, it's like real tiny. I can imagine being like, ah, crap, we <laughs> lost it. <laughs> it's like so. I was brushing my teeth and it fell down the sink. So now we don't have immunity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then last but not least. Uh, you can find our uh, podcast feed, www.rophasawebsite.com slash masked singer. One word. You can leave ratings and reviews there. Uh, we appreciate you all. You are all leopards to us. And until the next time, when we unmask you there, take care. That rhymed. Bye. Bye.